Well, hello, and welcome back to the next Faith with Steve Key podcast today. I have to admit a serious topic, and that's being safe in the workplace and at home. Uh, the pandemic has created some serious situations for people. Uh, our own mental health, physical and verbal abuse, bullying, uh, etc. But this isn't just isolated to the pandemic. Uh, this is something that can happen on any day today. Today, I'm joined by Sabrina Oso, the founder and CEO of Oso Safe. Feel safe where you live, work, and play. She's a TEDx speaker, domestic violence speaker, real estate agent, consultant on promoting the safety and preventing violence in the workplace, schools, and I think most important in our places of residence. Uh, hello and welcome, Sabrina. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me. I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> Not a problem. Now, um, you know, I, I've done some reading up uh, on yourself. What, what? What sort of prompted you to, uh, to, to take this stand, to, to form your organization? Uh, what was the genesis of this? Uh, well, I've had enough therapy um, to be comfortable enough to say that I, I am a, a survivor of violence. My father beat my mother on a regular basis. It was pretty traumatic uh, growing up in, in my household and uh, so I know firsthand how difficult it is to try to live in those types of environments. Uh, you're really trying to survive. So um, long story short, uh, I moved out um, and I'm a dancer. Um, my therapist said, you know, you, you're a dancer at heart. You need to dance. <laughs> and so I pursued it when I moved out. Uh, I was shuffling from one dance studio to the next. Um, I was deeply emerged and, and or submerged and immersed in the dance world in New York City. Uh, and I, I loved it. I, I am a dancer. And after getting gigs and so many auditions and training, I started writing my one woman show. That one, one woman show is called Home Sweet Home? Question mark. And I play different women being abused. She goes to her good place. That's where the dancing comes in. But then she's pulled back into the terror of violence. However, the show ends really strong, really empowering. And I did a lot of research for the show. And I could not believe the statistics that I was finding, Steve. I, I was shocked uh, how prevalent this is. And I told myself, I, I need to make this into a business a bona fide business with products and services to make a positive impact on people's lives, whether they're going through violence or not. And that's how Oh So Safe was born, really, from that one woman show, um, Home Sweet Home, um, that I wrote, choreographed and performed. And I also performed it with my dance students at the time, actually. Uh, so I hope I answered the question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's very interesting. And you know, violence is not a new topic. I mean, you saw that in your your childhood. Is the pandemic layering on something that is really starting to bring out more cases or are we identifying more of this these days? Yes, it's. Uh, I'm glad you bring that up. How I like to respond at, at We at Also Safe is that 
the violence was always there. It was always there pre-COVID. However, COVID has now made people more aware of how, how bad the problem is. And COVID is not the cause. It's that now it is just the awareness is more magnified because in households where there was violence, people were able to run away, so to speak, temporarily to the workplace or students were able to go to the school or university. So they weren't stuck at home. But with COVID being everyone being homebound, uh, the incidence increased. Uh, the severity, I would say, increased. I think if I'm not mistaken, there's a statistic worldwide that domestic violence hotline calls spiked something like 86% in in certain areas of the globe. So, and even now that we're on the, with vaccinations, you know, so uh, that people are returning to work, returning to school, it doesn't mean that the violence is magically disappears. It's that people just have places to go to kind of postpone that violence, so to speak, instead of it happening at two in the afternoon 10 o'clock in the morning, you're at work usually during those hours or a student at school during those hours. Well, now it's going to be more like five o'clock in the evening, seven o'clock in the evening, nine o'clock PM. So I would say the awareness increased um, with COVID, um, but it didn't it's not resolved really in any way, shape or form. So it has definitely put a magnifying glass on how often it happens and how, and the severity of it. I can only imagine how difficult it, it would be. I mean, I think I was very fortunate to grow up in a, in a, you know, a strict, but you know, fair uh, family. I found that uh, some of my biggest challenges, at least earlier in my career, was in the workplace. And in some situations, not necessarily toxic environments, but toxic people. And I, I wondered, are there trigger signs that even though you think you're in your safer place being at the office, that it's not so safe? Correct, correct. The one place that you should be safe in is your home, it, your, your place of residence, period. So, I mean, we need to be safe everywhere, at work, at school, at university, at home, in public. We should be safe everywhere. Um, and the workplace, we find that when people are violent or verbally disparaging or bullying at work, more often than not, Steve, they are verbally disparaging, violent, uh, bullying at home. It starts in the home and then they bring it in the workplace. See, you grew up in a good environment and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to families such as yours because you are the example You are that it can be done. Um, however, when you are working or going to school or working next to someone where that isn't the case, it affects you. And you grew up in a good environment, but it's affecting your, your performance at work. 
if someone is being verbally disparaging, a supervisor, an upper manager, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you so stupid? Um, you knew that this had to get done and I wanted it done a certain way. Um, or even trading off hinting sexual favors. It, it, it crosses the line of sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, if you do this for me, I will give you a raise type of thing. And this happens in the workplace uh, uh, on, on multiple levels. Um, if, if there is threats happening in the workplace, there's yelling and screaming, there's uh, put downs. If there's pornography in the workplace, it creates a very hostile, unfavorable work environment for all involved. Um, if there is someone in the workplace that is going through violence at home, then the rest of the team at work is picking up that person's slack, if you will. Let's say there's a project that has to be done and, um, and that person is the, it, it could be the project manager or the engineer or wh whatever the case may be, whatever that person's expertise is, but that person is being abused at home and then they don't show up or they are late to work and the due date is that day, the rest of the team, the rest of the people in the department have to scrounge, have to, wow, so-and-so was not here, they're late, this is due, a lot is riding on this, a lot of money is involved. It affects everyone. It's kind of like a domino effect. So it's important to know the warning signs. As we say at Oso Safe, we do seminars specifically for the workplace to mitigate this, to maintain workplace reputation, mitigate liability, to make sure that we are on the preventative side, um, to to be to have it in the policy that if you are in a violent relationship that if you come forward to your upper manager or supervisor, that there's no, not going to be retaliation. There's not going to be, uh, it's not going to be looked down upon. You're not going to get fired. So we, we encourage this in company policy. Um, uh, there are warning signs by far um, that we go over in, in our seminars to look out for. Some of them I mentioned, if the person comes in late, if they all of a sudden have drastic weight changes, like for where, and, and it happens over time, but you could see like, wow, so-and-so just dropped 10, 15, 20 pounds and they had a, a, they had a healthy appetite. Something is going on. If, if you ask them about their home life and it's very sensitive, they kind of change the subject, they get fidgety that could be a warning sign. Um, if they come into work with sunglasses or long sleeves and it's warm outside, yes, it could be sunny. It, there's air conditioning at work, but chances are don't rule out the possibility that they're hiding a black eye or wounds due to violence at home. It could be baseball bat wounds. I'm not exaggerating. Um, scratches, cuts, bruises, and it's important for supervisors and upper managers to make this a regular part of training and to kind of 
really be in touch with people uh, on a regular basis? Is everything okay? Uh, this is our monthly check-in with everybody. If there's anything that's bothering you, if a worker or a coworker is bothering you, this is the time to say, I mean, you could, my office is always open, but just know that we are here for you. Really be proactive. Um, it's very important for upper managers and supervisors to know what is going on with their employees, especially when performance changes. For example, if one employee was very on time, really good work, uh, they've been very, very consistent. And then they start dating someone that things are changing in their performance. That could be a, a sign that something is going on. Uh, and we encourage therapy by far. We encourage, uh, we are big proponents of therapy at Oso oh Safe. Um, so I, I'm sorry if I went off on a tangent. I hope I answered the question. No, you did. And you know, I, I think of my own career, and I'm now 59 years old, uh, and I have been in leadership and supervisory roles for the last two and a half decades. Uh, in my 30s, as a boss, and at the time, I don't know if I would have identified the problems or even known what to do. In my later years, I spent a lot of time with very much an open door policy and being very inclusive uh, with everybody without getting involved in their personal business, but was always there to talk. I was very fortunate to work for an organization that had uh, an exceptional employee assistance program uh, that was confidential and that people could go to. And I think sometimes you just need to be there to show support and not judge. And that is so important. Yes, yes, absolutely. The best thing that you can do um, for someone if you if you find out that there is violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction going on at home and it's it's been brought to your attention or maybe there's rumors around in, in the workplace, the best thing that you can do is to listen to that person to let them know, look, I'm here for you. If you want to ever get a cup of coffee, just you and I, um, I'm not going to judge you. Don't, don't say to them, you have to leave. We go over 50 reasons why victims don't leave abusive relationships. Um, and in fact, we had also safe, if you are in a in a real estate residential contract with someone, we are saying to that person, look, don't you leave. You stay right where you are. It's the abuser that has to leave. And we have systems in place to, to implement that. Uh, as far as the workplace, you are your employee's responsibility. From the moment you set foot on company premises, to the moment that you leave company premises. So I find that there, there's a lot of, um, uh, I want to say, un, people are unaware as far as company responsibility because there are abusive husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, ex-husbands, ex-wives that will show up at work in the parking lot or making threats harassing their employees, their, their, their spouses, their ex-spouses, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends, 
wait till I see you. Uh, you're, you're going to get it at home. I'm going to take away your car keys. So that way you don't go to work. I mean, all of these harassing, bullying, violent comments, and it's affecting that person's performance. So it's in, it's in a company's best interest that you are proactive, that you say, look, we have a company policy. We um, hire companies like OsoSafe to be proactive and we're not going to fire you. We're not going to uh, uh, punish you if you disclose anything um, and that we are here for you. We, we have a slew of therapists that are ready to help you. There's Talkspace, Headspace, um, betterhelp.com, or uh, dot, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's .com, .org, but there's so many avenues right now with therapy. And it's very, um, I'm so glad that COVID has really shed a light on mental health all around uh, in the workplace, at school, um, at home, because now our homes have become our workplaces. They have become our educational facilities, really. So it's so important to be mentally, mental health, mental wellness is so important. We cannot solve these problems by ourselves. And as we say at Also Safe, there's shame in not getting help versus getting help. Um, so uh, it's better to be proactive, be preventative. And I, I say to upper managers and supervisors, you know, when something is going on, like there's, there are so many warning signs and I could tell you the statistics, one out of three women will be beaten or raped in a lifetime. One out of one out of three young people will be in an abusive relationship one out of seven men is abused. By the end of today, four women will be killed by their abusive partners, and most of them will be killed after they leave their abusers. So them leaving is not the answer. 15 million children witness violence in their own homes each and every day. Um, there are uh, 2 million incidents of workplace violence that occurs in the U.S. alone. That comes out to be about 33,000 per week. And of those 17 result in a murder. I could go on and on with, stati with statistics. So I, I, I have people, in fact, two people, my cardiologist and my dental hygienist said, well, what you do is a niche market. And I, I say, and then I, I bring up these statistics and they're shocked. And I say to them, look, Look no further than your medical office. Someone here is going through violence. Someone here is going through abuse at home, but they don't say it out of fear, out of losing their job, out of threats at home, out of trying to keep everything, trying to manage violence, and you can't manage it. There's no managing it. Um, Look no further than your your workplace, your school, university, your your even on your block. I would say it's happening in your multifamily complex. It's happening, so it's good that we talk about it. I'm grateful to podcasters such as yourselves to 
um, such as yourself to have these conversations and to talk about it and to to know what to do, what not to do, uh, what the warning signs are and 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 what are the solutions um, uh I hope I answered the question, Steve. <laughs> you did. And um, all I can say is, um, you know, I appreciate the work you do, taking the time to speak about it. I kind of feel that we're taking, you know, just one bite out of the elephant. Uh, we need to have that discussion. It's so many multi layers and it's so. Uh, it's so striking and your numbers are it just, it's startling. If uh, someone wants more information, what would be the, uh, the best way you have a website that, that people could go to? Yes, uh, absolutely. The, the website is ososafe.com. That's O-S-S-O-S-A-F-E.com. My direct email is Sabrina at ososafe.com. Uh, I am on all the major social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram, and all of that. And, and my TEDx talk is also broadcast uh, on the internet. I speak about workplace, school, and uh, home violence and, and solutions. Um, yeah, so that would be yeah. the best way to reach I'm, me. I'm going to put some of those links in the descriptions of the podcast. And uh, so uh, people can get some of this very important uh, information. You know, a lot of the, um, the podcasts I do are lighter in nature. This was serious, but I think it's an important uh, discussion to have. I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you, Steve. Uh, well, thanks again, everyone. Uh, the podcast is up on all the major distribution uh, channels, uh, and I'll be uh, tweeting out links to this and, and any of, of Sabrina's uh, information as well. Uh, if you have a good story to tell, please reach out. I'm happy to speak with you. Thanks and have a wonderful day.